This is ZBS in 3D Sound. I'm Mr. Fulton, and out on the porch is Fritz. I decided to take Fritz outside, even though it's still a little chilly out here. He's much better out here than in the studio because it's uh, kind of a dead space in there. In case you weren't aware, Fritz is a head. He's about the same size as yours or mine. In fact, he wears the same size hat as I do. He looks great with uh, dark glasses, a mustache, and a beret. Even has some photos of him looking that way. Looks a lot like some of you hipsters out there. He's referred to as a dummy head. It doesn't mean he's stupid, it just means he doesn't talk, so I have to do the talking for him. Ah, cars coming by. We live on a dirt road on the river, by the way. As I keep pointing out every week, he's a solid rubber head, and he has lovely ears, really very human looking, and uh, doesn't like anyone to touch him though. He's very sensitive to that, but he doesn't mind if you whisper into his ears. Last week, I mentioned that we had taken Fritz on a trip to Brazil and the Amazon. And I thought it'd be neat to record in the rainforest. There are all kinds of sounds, like toucans flying over. And those are actual toucans. There were about eight, and they were flying in a row. And they looked like flying beaks with a little tail. They were feeding off nuts up in these tall trees. And their beaks are like nutcrackers. Don't they have a kind of sweet sound? We also recorded at night in the Pantanal with the caiman squawking away and snapping at things. And we were recording at midnight and we were on the edge of this, I won't call it a lake, but it's more like a big pond. We shined our flashlights out at the water, and peeking just above the surface were like dozens of pairs of red eyes reflecting back at us. They were caiman. They're similar to alligators, but in the Pantanal they're only about six or eight feet long. We estimate there's around 10 million caiman in the Pantanal. You see, the Pantanal is the largest tropical wetland in the world, and it's this vast swamp. It's mainly in the Brazilian state of Mato Grosso do Sul, but it even extends into Bolivia and Paraguay, and it covers 75,000 square miles. To give you some idea of its size, Costa Rica is about 20,000 square miles, so you could fit about four Costa Ricas into the Pantanal. And you can fit a lot of caiman in there. What you're hearing, we recorded in the Pantanal, but not with Fritz. In fact, Fritz refused to record. And I never thought of a dummy head as being stubborn. But here's what happened. When we were in the Amazon, 
that's a different part of Brazil than the Pantanal. The humidity was so thick, our clothes are so soaked, and water was running off the trees, off our equipment, off our limbs, off Fritz's head, and it wasn't even raining. The humidity felt like it was about 98%. So we set up Fritz, turned on our digital recorder, and immediately he started motorboating. Now, some of you may know there's a kind of sexual innuendo or term called motorboating, but that's not what I mean. There's no big Brazilian breasts involved here. What I meant was, inside of Fritz's head, there was this throbbing sound, like a motorboat. You see, the humidity has gotten into his head, and that's where the microphones are, and he was going, bum, 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 bum. And there's nothing we could do. We had silico crystals that would suck the moisture out of his ears, but as soon as we set him out in the jungle again, same problem. About an hour later, both Tim and I, we were recording with headphones. The humidity had gotten into one of our ears, and we could hear a similar throbbing inside our heads. And it was like, you know, when you go swimming, you get water into your ear canal. It felt like that, but it was going boom, boom, boom. Like a motorboat. We spent a week in the jungle lugging our solid rubber head around and we could never use them. Of course, we had other microphones, so as long as we're still here in the Pantano, let me play you one more sound. Some amazing frogs we record. They have a voice that sounds like something you might find in an old science fiction story set on the planet Venus. I call them the singing frogs of the Pantanal. Aren't they sweet? Hmm. What a lovely sound. And now let's continue with our story, Saratoga Fat Cats. Here's a recap. Shade's niece, Celia, arrived from New York to house-sit his two cats while he was away. And Willie picked Celia up at the train station, but when they got back to Shade's apartment, it had been broken into. His LPs, 45s, and 78s are scattered all over the floor. Oh, what they did to his phonograph records. Them all over the place. They walked on them. He told me some of these records were priceless. Who did this? I have no idea. And some of his precious LPs looked like they'd been stomped on, broken into pieces. So Willie brought Celia back to his house to spend the night. This is your house? Yeah, I bought it. I fixed it up a little. Nice. You married? No. You live alone here? Yeah. A girlfriend? I don't think so. <laughs> you don't know? Right now? No. Uh, I don't mean to pry. It's okay. 
I just didn't want someone to find me and start yelling at me. <laughs> I'll also mention that Willie enjoys reading detective novels. One of his favorites is a character called Short Top Detroit. Took me a while to get to sleep. Willie has been hearing Short Top's voice inside his own head. Sometime around 3 a.m. A real babe. What's that? I said she's a real babe. You woke me up to tell me that. Her skin, it's beautiful. <sighs> nice face, sensitive, a little hard, but when she drops her mask, it's fine. Can I go back to sleep? <sighs> I need someone to talk to. I'll give you the number of my shrink. And now, episode 11 of Saratoga Fat Cats recorded on location in and around Saratoga Springs with my friend Fritz. The phone rang in the middle of the night. Yeah? Hello? Is she in bed with you? What? You heard me, didn't you? No, I mean yes, I mean no. She's not. And yes, I heard you. Where is she? She's in her room. Her room? I mean the other bedroom. Why? Someone broke down Shade's door and busted up his apartment. He, She had no place to stay. Well, who did it? One of her ex-boyfriends? No, it was probably someone Shade's knows. Uh, well, why does she have to stay at your place? Annie, she doesn't have any money. Yeah, well, I heard you two make a cute couple. Cute couple? Do you know how that makes me feel all these years I've wasted on you? Do you ever think about that, Willie? Annie? You've been listening to that dirty old man, haven't you? What dirty old man? You know who? Short Top? He's telling you what to do, isn't he? Annie, he's not telling me what... You make me sick. I hope you and your sharecropper girlfriend, I hope the two of you... Wait, 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 wait. What are you saying? You'd like to taste some of that hot chocolate, wouldn't you? Annie, come on. This isn't like you. Annie. Yeah, I'm just making some hot chocolate. You want some? Sure. I think I should leave. You heard me on the phone? Yeah. I want you to stay. <laughs> you don't know anything about me. Are any ex-boyfriends going to come over here and pound on me? <laughs> they don't know where I am. <laughs> we sat up and talked. When the birds started chirping, Sylvester and Tweety Bird came into the kitchen wanting to be fed. Hey, do you think these jewels are real? What? The jewels in their collars. I think they put rhinestones in cat collars. Oh, no. I better leave you alone. I don't think it's Annie. Well, it could be. I... Hello? Willie? Shades, where are you? No one's answering at my place. Someone broke in and messed the place up. Was she here then? No, she was with me. She's staying at my place. What about the cat? They're here. They're okay. No, but right after you left, some guy, he sounded like a gangster. He called. He wanted to talk to you. Did you tell him where I went? Chicago. Good. Why's that? Because <laughs> that's not where I am. Where are you? The cats are okay. They're fine. Where are you? Let me talk to him. Celia wants to talk to you. Here. Uncle, what is going on? Yeah? Yeah, but why... But why did you... 
But what? Oh, great. I stepped outside. The air was cool. It gets that way in October. Cool nights, warm days, autumn in New York. But there's something about the autumn that makes me sad. Maybe it's because the leaves are starting to fall. Up here we have six months with leaves and six months without. Hey, quit yakking, will ya? What? Quit yakking, will ya? How can I think when you keep jabbering to yourself? It's like a tower of babble in here. Yakka, 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 even in your sleep. I talk in my sleep? It's your dreams. I feel like I'm being held hostage in a theater that plays the stupidest movies that were ever made. Will your dreams suck? You can always leave. And leave you without a conscience? Uh-uh. You're no conscience. Look, it's all coming together now. You talking about Luke? That's why I'm here. You mean if you solve Luke's murder, you'll get out of my head. Willie, wise up. We're never going to solve that murder. At this point, Celia came in from the backyard. Your shade's coming back? Uh, not for a long, long time. Where is he? He didn't say. I don't think you really want to hear this. Yes, I do. When he was working for Luke, he was approached by someone who offered him some money to report on Luke. Report what? What Luke did, where he went, who he saw. Why? He never asked. Why did Shades do it? He needed the money. He gambles. He was in debt. But they killed Luke. But he doesn't think they're the ones who did it. Then who? I don't know. Then why did they tear Shades' place apart? They thought he knew something about Luke's money. Why would Shades know about that? He didn't say. Why didn't you ask? Hey, back off! Are you obsessed by this? Yes, I am. I almost got blown up with Luke. I'm sorry. I wish I could get this out of my head, but I can't. We both knew enough to drop it. I had stuff to do that day. I didn't see her again until the evening. We went to dinner and then saw a movie. He said I can trust you. You can. He asked if you take care of the cats. I'll look after them. What about his stuff? Should I put it in storage? He said take what you want and give the rest away. He's not coming back? Nope. You could take his place. It's furnished. Oh, I don't know what I'd do up here. I can find your work. You can stay at my place. Oh, Annie would love that. She's seeing someone else. Then why was she so angry with you? Oh, who knows? That's Annie. She's Irish. <laughs> You want to hear an Irish joke? Uh, oh, come sure, on, I'll sure, tell you. Sure, sure, okay, sure. okay, okay. So, Irishman, he's driving down the road. He's, oh, oh, oh. The cop pulls him over. He says, So, so you've been drinking a bit, have you? He says, Oh, well, yes, I have. He says, You know, you were weaving all over the road. He says, so was I now? He says, Yes, you were, as a matter of fact. And as a matter of fact, about three miles back, your wife fell out of the car. He says, Oh, thank God. I thought I was going deaf. <laughs> 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 That's Annie for you. She never stops talking. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, with all the saints is one for service. I don't know. Annie, she'll say, she'll say, so you're drinking water, are you? And that's a, that's an accusation. <laughs> Whoa, look out. Did you see that skunk run right across us? Smell like hell. Oh, I kind of like the smell of skunk, don't you? Yeah. Well, here we are.
So how'd you get the name Pizza? Oh, who told you? Uncle Shades. He used to call me that when I was a kid. Why Peaches? I don't know. Because I was sweet. Really? <laughs> I really don't know why. Can I call you that? No, don't you dare. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Oh. Door is locked. Why don't you lock the door? Uh, only when I go away for a few days. Down the block around the corner. Check it out. Check out what? The Chrysler with the tinted windows. I didn't see that. I did. They could be waiting inside. Well, maybe we shouldn't go in. Uh, was there really a suspicious looking car back there? You hear that? It's a car door. Yeah. There's two of them. Willie, let's leave. Yeah, come on. We started walking. Behind me, I heard the car door slam again. Get out of the street. We hopped the fence and ducked into the neighbor's backyard. There's a garden back there. The only place to hide was in that rows of sweet corn. The car slowed down. It stopped. A door opened. The flashlight came out. They were checking the bushes. And then they came into the garden. It's starting to rain. Hang on, hang on. They're leaving. Something was tickling my nose. Corn silk. Corn silk. I think we better leave. Well, who were they? Probably the guy that want to know about shades. We don't know where he is. I do. He told you? No, I just know. Where? Oh, you don't want to know. So, where do we go now? Rick's. White boy Rick? Yeah, he has a big place. I'm going to walk back and get my pickup. You want to wait here? No, 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 no. I'm getting wet. It appears things are getting a little complicated for Willie, who means well, but all this stuff keeps happening, and it doesn't help that Willie keeps hearing that cheap paperback detective inside his head. So, they're coming around your pad? Look that way. You two can have the guest room. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> we are not an item. Oh, you mean... You're available. Is that what I said? That's not what I said. You take the bedroom. Willie here can have the couch. You want me to show you to your room? No, I can find it. Couple stairs to the right. I can't sleep. I'm too wound up. Willie, you're looking pretty unwound. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> you want a nightcap? What do you got? Everything. Jameson, 1780? That I do. You see me? Uh, sure. You know, uh... Maybe you ought to call the cops. I don't think so. You don't like cops. Why, do you? No. Had a run-in? Hasn't everyone. What were you saying? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Ooh, uh, oh, Willie. <laughs> you done gone. Well, here's to, uh... Always present a moving target. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ew, this is mellow. Mm-hmm. 
So, who is Short Top? Well, he didn't tell you. Mm, who is he? A detective. But not real. No, no, novels, fiction, Short Top Detroit. Mm. You never heard of him? Oh, I never heard him until tonight. Mm, he's been going to see a shrink about this. Oh, do you mean Shorts? Yeah. No, I mean, Shorts isn't going to see a shrink. It's Willie. Why? Annie sent him. Why? Well, he's hearing voices in his head. How many? Many? Yeah. Just one, just Shorts. Tells him things that, you know, aren't necessarily so. Like what, Mr. Wise-ass? <laughs> what does Shorts say to him? You know, stuff like about Luke. It's getting blown up. The shorts had it all wrong. And you had things right, eh, schmuck? <laughs> well, did Willie tell you about uh, Christie St. Nicholas? No. Uh, she's a model. Sports Illustrated. Wet t-shirts, that kind of thing. Big, uh, you know. What? Uh, but? No, no. Breast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? She was Luke's girlfriend. Willie was involved with her. Watch this guy. Maybe I shouldn't be telling you this. Well, were they involved while Luke was alive? No, no, it was after. What happened? Willie said they were from two different worlds. Why? Well, he wasn't going to go and live down in New York, and she wasn't going to live up here, so they... So, what about Annie? Well, he and Annie weren't together by then. That's over, anyway. She's out of the picture? Well, my friend Selby uh, said she saw Annie some weightlifter. But listen, you need a place to stay. This is a big house. Mine's twice the size of Willie's. Twice the size of Willie's. <laughs> you have your own room. Uh, no rent. You know, cheap. Uh, do, uh, do, do you have a blanket? Oh, there's lots of blankets. You wouldn't have any trouble staying warm. No, I, I meant for Willie. He's shivering. Yeah, yeah. He, Shaken. <laughs> right. Uh, sure thing. No problem. Oh, you I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> you better lock your door tonight, babe. Yeah. Rick's okay. <laughs> I know. He's just... Horny. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going nuts too, huh? voice that's inside your head. That's crazy, isn't it? Oh, I wonder what your shrink would say about this. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, but two people hearing the same voice? She'd probably write a book. Oh, they're going to lock us up. Well, maybe we get Short Top to deliver messages back and forth between our padded cells. Over my dead ass. You're <laughs> <laughs> up. Here, I got a blanket for you. And a pillow. Oh, and uh, here's your Jamesons. You're drinking. I'm too tired, man. Well, I'm going to bed. Good night. See you in the morning. Sleep tight, peaches. What did you say? What's that? <laughs> Don't blame me. You really are a dirty old man. Who is? Hey, not me, babe. Good night. See ya. Yeah. Night. Is her name Celia? <laughs> Dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> mm,
you know, if you two, uh, I mean, nothing happens between you two and she's free and, you know, uh, unattached. But I wouldn't mind getting together with someone like that. I know. I wasn't sure if Celia could really hear Short Top or whether she was picking up signals from me. I was talking out loud to myself and I didn't even know it. When you live alone, that happens. That's why people have pets. So you can talk out loud to yourself and no one will think you're as crazy as you really are. Next day, when we got back to my place, there was a message on my machine. Willie. It's Annie. Willie. Uh, I'll leave you two alone. You can hear this. <laughs> I'd rather not. Yeah. Why did you tell me that you stopped seeing your therapist? Even if she didn't think you should be locked up, you know, that doesn't mean you're not cured. Well, how, how could I be with someone who just keeps talking to a sleazy, two-bit detective who tells him how to run his life? Well, what did your therapist say about that? What did, did you ever think of me? I mean, fine, I don't care. I've been seeing some in any way, too. Who wrote him his kind and says that if he isn't a jerk, then all he's just trying to... <laughs> you didn't let her finish. You heard that? How could I not? I think I should go. You like horses? Horses? You need to bet on or to ride on. I know a great place to go riding. I have never been on a horse. And I don't want to learn how to ride a horse. I mean, not now. There's nothing to learn. Really, right now I'm confused. My mind is going around in circles and the last thing I want is- Peaches. What? Trust him. <sighs> Willie, I do trust you. This is the best thing I know for going around in circles. Ah, <laughs> uh, Shades would love you. He used to love this man. Oh, yeah. The merry-go-round in Congress Park has this wonderful old clunky sound about it, even though it was just built this year. I think that's because it's wood with these beautiful old sculptured horses. It's like going back in time. It's like being a kid again. Next week, the conclusion of Saratoga Fat Cats. This has been CBS and 3D Sound. I'm Mr. Fulton. This is Mr. Fritz. Check out our website, zbs.org. You'll see a few photos of Fritz. In fact, Fritz is wearing a lot of interesting hats. That's at zbs.org.